0: One, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bazar. I'm your host. That's B I Z Z A R R O for anyone who's out there. You can find us on Instagram and you can listen to us on Spotify or anywhere else you find uh, your podcast or grow yourself through podcasts. So, that being said, thank you, Sam from Roll 'em Up to Ketos is back for a part three. Um, I really appreciate it. He's filling in because we've had some movement around and I'm really trying to do this episode a day thing and trying to get ahead and fill the pipeline in case I get sick or in case something happens or there's a holiday blooper or I get stuck on a plane somewhere overnight. So we're trying to fill not too far ahead where the content's still relevant because like I said in a previous episode, business school is often in the rear. Like we're looking through a rear rear mirror, but as an entrepreneur, you have to be at the tip of the arrow you're the one cutting the flesh it's you're the one that makes it hurt the most that's just part of being an entrepreneur and the rest the businesses that follow you the second third people or corporations they're just they've they didn't have to cut the flesh they get to ride the wave right in so that's why i like an arrowhead because you're at the very tip you're always along the edge of the thing and you're always the one cutting the flesh there's pain and there's growth and there's movement into something new where the arrow is like moving through a body it's the same idea it's discovery it's movement okay but it hurts and it cuts and i don't know how else to describe it to anyone but that's the best way i see it um that makes a difference um the other thing i will say is that um that the the thing that differentiates entrepreneurs from other ones is their conviction and their righteousness a lot of the time in and what starts to separate them in the two to three year decade and what we've heard from Sam is it's a lifetime journey and now we're really starting to see that separation I would say between him and his peers okay or him and everything because once you start as an entrepreneur and you have this experience in life particularly in food which is a tangible item It's essential that you have the items and they come together in a way that builds skill for those around you, okay? Because once it's all harnessed and once it all comes together as an entrepreneur and you figure it out that I'm supposed to grow these humans and I'm the next step of their learning or I'm always needing to educate them so they're prepared not only to do the business that's in front of them, but prepare to lead life financially responsibly with the resources that they need and everything else that they need in life. So if there's conviction or people see it, they're like, "Oh, Justin, you're like Mister Positivity." But what you know? Why do you get wrought up? Here's the thing, okay? And I'm gonna go back to the, just what where this all came from. Is I had to. Push my way through everything and my parents knew that there had to be uncomfort in my life no matter what. Whether it was too much or too little someone could argue it and whether or not they were too hard, whatever. I'm here today and I have the American dream and I had a tough childhood here and there. But I also had a great childhood, okay? And I was able to use my resources and gain a set of skills that leveraged me into who I am today. But it took a lot of righteousness and conviction in me believing in myself when no one else did. When no one else did. And every once in a while, whether it was a coach... Or a peer or a friend, they would come along at the right time and they would bring me the information that I needed or plant a seed that I needed or give me the confidence that I needed to succeed in life and take the next steps. Okay, so when everyone's like, why do this and I'm going to do this and the podcast, everyone gets so weirdly argumentative about giving people and not getting paid for it or giving to people and not having it benefit their downloads in some magnificent way on their site and Here's the thing that I keep telling everyone. This is not a today thing or even a year thing. This is if you get good at this and you come on the podcast and you're able to grow yourself from it, you are able to take these skills that you are able to talk about with me or other people you hear on the podcast and bring them back into your businesses. And then that's how they hear about the podcast. My influence is not the download. It's you taking the information in your brain and downloading it to everyone else okay? Does does that make sense to everyone? This is not, here, give someone Justin's audio in your business, and it's going to work for your whole business. Yes, you can have that, and I love the listeners. Great. But that's not really what this is about. This is about the listeners who take it, download, and then go apply it in their lives, not just push the podcast. Yes, you want to share to entrepreneurs. If you don't have time to mentor them, sure, this is a great mentor thing, But the real thing and the benefit from this podcast is to absorb the information, contemplate it, reflect it. How are you going to apply it to your life? And then with conviction and righteousness, go lead life. And this is what I'm saying. One of the things I've done really well because of my upbringing and because of the struggles that I've had and the knockdowns in life particularly and family patterns and stuff that have worked negatively against me is that I've had to get up and conquer each one of them okay and sometimes that takes anger and that takes going to deep places and grabbing to onto that darkness and fighting through things but it's doing it in a positive way it's not doing it in a way that compounds the negative thing that already happened to you okay that's not going into work and yelling at everyone or raging on everyone okay that's not because it happened to you because it's a dark thing and because it it motivates you doesn't mean that that same rage and that darkness will motivate someone else. Okay, so that's one of the things I want to talk about. The last thing I want to talk about with with Sam that we're going to talk about is how you surround yourself in the relationships and the core values that you want in your life and you want for your future and your family. That means your friends, that means your business partners, that means to, if we go back to episode one with Sam, we talk about if someone becomes untrustworthy, or they no longer have your benefit, or they're willing to just pick money over a relationship. And those things are indicators in our life that sometimes it's time to hit the ejection button. And that is okay, I have had to do it, sometimes at at numerous costs. But the other side of it and the freedom and being able to be who you are and having the ability to not be caged as an entrepreneur or as a growing individual, as a renaissance man or woman is hugely important. And so with that being said, I'm going to introduce Sam again. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm going to give you the mic for a while because I went on for a while. And I just want you to talk about, maybe reflect on some of the things I talked about and how you lead your personal relationships, how you choose the people around you and like how you take the core values in your life and you apply it to your family and to your situation. And then, I mean, you're a guy who does things with intent. So I've got to imagine you're very intentional with who you surround yourself with.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me back, Justin. It's uh, great to be on the podcast with you and you just uh, add value to my life when, uh, when we get on here. So I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. I think, uh, a big part of it is uh, the law of attraction and that your your eyes, uh, your heart, you know, y- your mind and and, uh, and your intuition, you know, those things are going to drive you with the law of attraction of who's going to come into your life and who's definitely going to have an impact in your life. And, um, you know, I think that's happened for me. I-, I talked about my spouse. She's absolutely amazing. She is, uh, you know, the rock in our-, in our family and she has definitely helped. Me and my decision-making process, and also for me to have the conviction to go out there, and you know, look for young, fun brands that fit my uh, my core value, and that's uh, you know, that's w- what I currently have right now with with Up Taquitos. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's going out there and looking for it, not expecting that's all going to be th- that that everything's coming, you know, that everything's just going to come to you, right? Uh, I talked about the re- the working relationship that I have with Ryan, the founder of Roll'em Up Taquitos. This was introduced, you know, this concept was introduced to me through a customer, right? And it it was through a customer complaint at a previous uh, concept that I was working at. But that couldn't have happened if I, you know, didn't have the conviction to make sure that we took care of the folks that take care of us right? The customer, the customer is everything. I, I learned that heavy, heavy, heavy over at in and out Burger, and we never take that for granted, right? So I think, you know, this is, uh, when you talk about the connection that I have with uh, Ryan and, and how I ended up here at Up Taquitos, it's definitely, you know, there was no intent in me getting to know where I'm currently at, um, you know, when I when I reached out to the customer, I, I just wanted to help. And I think uh, a lot of the times that I find myself in a, you know, uh, extremely rewarding relationship, I think it's just because there was, the only thing in my mind was, how can I help? How can I help make this better? If, if I made a mistake, if, if we did some wrongdoing, if, you know, if, if a customer had a, a poor experience, how can I help? And I think overwhelming, there's that relationship between um, that's communicated to the individual that that I'm speaking with is I ultimately feel that my grandma and my parents raised me with a heart to help. And with that, some magical thing happens where people see that in you, they feel it and they go, I want to help you now. And you... Need to go up to chino hills california and go to this restaurant i don't know why i'm telling you this I, i'm not a food critic i'm just a customer i want to let you know though you you need to go there w- what drove that customer right to share that information with me as opposed to just saying hey thank you for cooking my meal everything is better now thanks for dealing with that complaint i, I hope you have a great life no he actually directed The way that my life was going to go by going, you need to drive up to Chino Hills and try this food. You will love it. Who you are and your energy, that place has it. You need to go there, right? So, and that's how I ended up in the current position that I'm at right now. I went up there, I met him, loved the food, loved the energy, extremely great, you know, like energy going on there that I thought you know what I need to give this guy my business card and let him know that if he needs anything let me know I can help and it was three years of now helping Ryan via phone call and he would reach out and and ask hey are you guys currently experiencing this at your current concept yes we are as a matter of fact blah 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 and again you you talked about that. there was no hey um, Ryan I can definitely assist you with what you currently have going on, but my time is worth money and my feedback is worth money. So, uh, give me money and then I'll give you answers. I didn't have that approach. It's if he did well, he was, you know, he, he's a young entrepreneur. That if I could help him, I'm going to help him, and you know, three years down the line. He's telling me, I, I want you to help us out on a full-time basis because I know that we can grow this together, and I know that you have something that I need help with, and that's in scaling, and that's in bringing great people onto the team, and, you know, I, I take that, you know, that's a huge compliment. I'm extremely humble that he, he gave me that compliment, but I also feel great that I, I can help him. I have been with young, fun brands that are growing, that are scaling that are going through you know some learning experiences so you know it's it's I think the way that all these things have come into my life have come in with the mentality of I just want to help others and because I have been helped throughout my you know 28 years or almost 30 years of being in the in the work in the work industry right just being just working and while I was going to school like hey look I I went to Cal Poly Pomona and at the time um, I was still under like a political asylum coming from Nicaragua. I, it was really difficult for me to even go to, go to college, right? I graduated from high school, from West Covina high school. Then I go to Cal Poly Pomona. Uh, I'm going through administration They they, they tell me, you, you can't go to school. You, you need, you know, you need to be a citizen or, at that time or something happened and, and I thought wow, this can all be taken away because I I don't have this. And man, I was praying so hard and trying to figure out what I could do. I mean, we were in in the process. We were going to the courts. It was like years of like, you know, when I was growing up, trying to, you know, just, just to become a a permanent resident and and then uh, on on my way to become a citizen. And, um, you know, so, it was such even a struggle, a, a challenge, okay just to even get into cal Poly and and go to school and I just wanted to learn. I wanted to learn and I wanted to get better, right And I don't know how it happened to be quite honest I, I think the folks over in the administration office, I'm not sure what they did, but they just saw my hunger to learn and my passion. I was going in there and I'll share them. Paperwork, and I would share them, you know, documents of where we're at in, in in the process, and they just wanted to help. And somehow or another, in a matter of weeks, I was accepted to go to you know to college, and it was also a way to for God to communicate to me. Hey, I'm going to open these doors. You better do something with it. You better not come in here and and think you're going to party through life. You're, you're going to have enough time to party. Trust me, there's going to be plenty of celebrations in your life. But right now, I need for you to come in here and be dedicated to this and learn as much as you possibly can and apply it. And it was phenomenal. I I, I was in classes where I was learning about you know things that most people would probably find extremely boring. But I found them to be Absolutely amazing, and they helped me out tremendously. While at the same time, while I was working at In and Out Burger, I remember this class on queuing, uh, uh, a whole course, ten weeks. We're going to learn about queuing and the power of queuing, and how to establish a line. And we're going to study cases of how Disneyland runs their lines in a certain way. And so interesting how they put certain kiosks right in the middle of the line. So. Guess what happens? You end up buying that churro and that donut and that Coca-Cola. So it it was so awesome. And guess what I had at In-N-Out Burger? We had lines going everywhere. And then I got to apply the things that I learned over at school. And when I applied them, guess what happened? Customer counts increased, sales increased, profitability increased. So you talked about this early on in the intro to this call. There's there's a wealth of information, and there's great people that are out there that want to help you, but do you have the drive to go get that information, to look at this course and go, how can I apply this course to where I'm currently working at? How do I apply this key learning, right? Um, that's, that's what I think um, has helped me bring in you know great people into my life Um, I was like I have a a great uh, relationship with a a gentleman by the name of Victor Victor um, you know him and I we worked together um, and what I mean is he was working as an off-duty police officer as a security guard uh, at, at a place where I worked for just a short amount of time and I met him and I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to meet him. I I wanted to have a great working relationship with him. Didn't matter that he didn't actually work for the company that I worked with at the time. He was a security guard. um, And I just wanted to talk to him, wanted to make sure that we had a a great working relationship. Right. And, you know, that was to the extent of it. And I just wanted to get to know him. Well, one day I'm driving down Harbor Boulevard and... Um, and I see this beautiful concept coming to California. It's it, 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 it you this restaurant used to be an old whatever, right? Let's just say it was the armpit of the whole street on Arbor Boulevard. It was ugly. It looked just nasty. Well, this new brand was coming on board here in California, and they were building their very first restaurant out in Co- uh, Costa Mesa, California, by the name of Raising Cane's. And I thought, hmm, this is interesting. I've always heard some really great things about Raising Cane's. So as I'm driving down Harbor Boulevard, um, I see that there's a line out onto the street. I mean, it is packed. And I'm thinking, what is going on there? Right. Well, come and find out they were doing the friends and family event. Well, as I'm driving down Halber Boulevard,
0: I know I get curious the, like that too. Why is there a line at that food place? I need to pull over like now. Yes, What's yes, going on yes. there? What yes. is going on?
1: So as as I'm driving, guess who's letting people into the parking lot? Victor. 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 I
0: said, hey, "Oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome." Boy,
1: that's my boy Victor, right? So I make a U-turn. <laughs> I call it my famous U-turn. I made a U-turn yep. down in Harbor. I do it all I the time, back. too.
0: I, I, and I call it that, too, the famous U-turn, because I do tons of them. Tons. It's like a my, yes. my cliche move. But go ahead.
1: Yes. Yes. So uh, I, I'm, I get in this line on Harbor Boulevard, then I get up to the driveway, and Victor goes, Sam, get in here. And I said, yeah, I saw you. He's like, get in here. Get in here. I said, Sure. And I said, hey, what is Raising King? He goes, get in here. Let me introduce you to somebody. Sam, you need to work here. And I said, Why? He's like, this is a this this brand is just gonna blow up in California. I said, all right, great. He's like, come in here, you're my guest. So he walks me in. I get a free box combo. I'm sitting there, the energy is insane. Um, and he introduced me, he introduced me to Cheryl. Uh the area leader for California and uh, you know, we start talking and she goes, Hey, are you looking?" I said, you know, I'm willing to get a call. I'll I'll take a call. I'm not really looking at this time, but I would definitely love to talk to you more about it. She goes, I'll call you. Right. Well, she calls me. And uh, that's how I started my five year career with raising hands. But again, it was, I got introduced through this through Victor, but Victor was just somebody that I I cared about. I met him, and every person is special. Every person, uh, you know, I just want to get to meet people. I just want to talk to them and, and see where we go from there. This individual actually helped me start a beautiful career that I absolutely love my time over at Raising Cane's. But again, all these things come here, and, and the, the law of attraction and, and who you are and what you're looking for, I'm, I'm not out there scoping of, like, What's the next strategic move and, and how can I utilize this? No, no. I just want to help folks. And guess what? Ultimately, when you help others, it's like the beautiful movie of Groundhog Day. Yeah. Right. When, when, he, when the main character figures out what life, is tr- what life truly is, is just help others.
0: Yes. Just
1: help others and give yourself to others. And then ultimately, you know, you get another day of life. And 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 you're walking down the street and people are like, Hey, that's a guy that helped me fix my tire in the movie and that's yeah. why I love that movie so much is because like he found out what the key to life is is just help others. So-
0: well and I'm gonna say this and I didn't I don't wanna say it because I'm looking for anything, but like one of the things I'm consciously doing, especially right now, is I run a lot here in Nashville. Like I do the same thing from music row all the way down and I run down Broadway to this white sign at the end, which I still to this day don't know what it says because I'm not focused on it. I don't even think about it by the time I get down there, I'm so charged. But it's um and then I run back, uh jog back, not at well, it depends on how fast I have to get back. But um the thing about it is um God, I don't remember what I was saying, but what I am trying to say to get to the point at the end is that when we have consistency and we try to go for things and we seek opportunities and we hunt them, things happen, okay? And this is the type of things that I'm talking about. When I'm running down there and I'm trying to give back and help humans, I see tons of homeless people. Like, there's just a lot. We are dealing with this situation, the way we dealt with the economy in America, and we bounced everyone around because of covid we've really and mental illness on the rise because we're giving everyone trophies and everyone thinks life is easy when we get out of school and then all of a sudden it's hard and we don't know how to mentally handle it but um i literally carry money in my pocket now i carry ones like a whole wad of ones like i purposely make sure i get change all the time for ones because i give it away as i'm running because i especially for the holidays, and I say give it away because there is no expectation. There is no what are they going to do with it. It does not matter to me. Again, I'm detaching from the outcome. I'm doing the right thing. What they do with it from there is up to them, okay? And so we get so caught up in the reward or getting credit for it that we don't actually see that we're actually making an income even if it's food for one night even if it's alcohol which keeps the body warm overnight because they're homeless what is it who cares and so that's the thing that i'm talking about here and and i use that as an example and i really didn't want to say it out loud and i feel bad about it because it was never intended to be something i did publicly or people knew about but i'm using it as an example and the example is this, that I'm consciously, even though I'm focused on dominating and hitting that sign, part of my focus along the way is knowing that I have to help the humans that I can while I'm doing it, and I'm instilling it in my mind as I'm doing the exercise, and I'm also rewarding myself with the goals and the reward of not only giving with no, um, no attachment to the outcome, but I'm doing it while I'm exercising and my body's also achieving things at a rapid rate. So I'm rewarding myself at the same time and triggering things for the giving and being a good human. So my trophy is this feeling of goodness when I When I give to the humans, that also happens when I'm running. I don't know how to tell you guys, but it's just think of Pavlov's dog and ringing the bell, okay? And so it's important that we condition ourselves. We can do this. Like, we don't have to live in family patterns. They've just been conditioned into us. I don't know how to tell you that. So we can uncondition them. And listening to mentors and all that is so important. So I lost my thought, but I found it. Sorry about that. But the other part that I wanted to talk about um, that you touched on, Sam, is this: is that when we're aware of what's what's around us, okay, and. When we're willing, like I talk all the time, so everyone's like, oh, Justin, you talk on the podcast, and I have trouble right now, because I'm doing so many podcasts of going out with people and friends and turning off this, because that's something I need to work on, like I'm like, not like, okay, let's be friends, how are you doing, because I get in this mode, so I have to be able to turn it off, but what I am saying is that you have to be able to shut your mouth and listen, I was a shy kid, I'm pretty introverted, actually, even though I do this and I'm an extrovert, I know that's hard for people to believe and I go out in the communities, I'm like, what's your name? And I talk to everyone. I've had to work on that skill. It is my superpower, my energy. But I had to turn it on because at first I was introverted because I didn't know anything. I didn't have any confidence. I wasn't, you know, I was self-conscious because I, I didn't know. So I knew and I was humble enough to learn from everyone around me and just shut up and listen and know I didn't know anything. And now even more so, I do a lot of talking and I'm trying to help a lot of people. But when people that are older than me or have more than me or have what I want, even if they're younger than me, that I want in my life, I listen period. Podcasts, reading books, always educated. So, one of the things I'm going to ask Sam, we're going to, I'm going to ask him a few questions. Um, one is, um, like were you always wanting more like did you always feel like i always felt in me i wanted more knowledge like school was appealing to me not because of the grades school was appealing to me because i wanted the knowledge and i wanted to learn more and i felt like it gave me an advantage in life like i want to win in life so for me i want to crush okay let's not like a, let me just let me be honest i don't want to win i want to fucking win 10-0 okay like that's the goal shut out dominate we won like you're crushed like onto the next opponent you know and that's when we talked about it before it's not always about the scoreboard you may have won nine times but if i win the 10th time and you're TKO'd and i do a 10 to 0 and i totally dismantle you if you're my competition and you want and that happens and most of the time you don't do it on purpose in the business world but if it happens like, that's, that's winning. That's what I'm driven by. I want to be the best. I want the people around me to be the best because I want them to win in life and I want them to grow at life. Why? Because even though I care about all the humans on the planet, I care about the ones that are going to make the greatest impact and influence. And that's where I intentionally spent my time. Why? Because waterfall effect, they will continue to pass it on to their people and their businesses at this point. And when it is my businesses, and I have that influence, I do it there too. Okay, so It's about how do you echo what's going on. And what Sam said is he echoes it with energy. He seeks the opportunities. And that's why I call myself a lion also. It's not only I'm lion-hearted and gorilla brave. Talk about that all the time. You know, I'm a protector and a leader. But I hunt and I circle. And he talks about the U-turn. But I am always hunting, okay? One of the things about opportunities is I'm never having to look for them it's so weird they present themselves to me i just got to be willing to align my will with god's will and walk through the door that that sam said and it's so important that we do this as humans even if it hurts even if it's going to be a transformation and even if it changes our trajectory it's important because you've heard what it did for sam And he doesn't have the ups and downs. His life was a little more structured along the way, maybe, than mine. I doubt it. But it's not. And the ups and downs and taking turns and taking salary cuts and believing in people and cutting your salary in half because you want to hire someone, because you believe in them, these are all decisions we make as entrepreneurs and sacrifices we make. Okay, And when Sam does his U-turn, he knows when he's doing it, that there may be an opportunity out there that he didn't see that could transform his life. But he doesn't care because he believes that whatever's going through that door that God's leading him in, he's going to be able to affect and impact and influence legacies in humans and generations and build good businesses. So Sam, sorry to go on so long, but let's talk about the education thing. Were you always curious? Like were books a thing or encyclopedias? or how did that manifest itself in you?
1: I think, um, you know, I just wanted to, I think ultimately where it came from is I wanted to make my parents proud. And um, so, you know, getting into school was a proud moment for our family. It was, you know, the first one in, you know, in the United States to go to school. Um, and then when I got in there, I wanted to make sure that I, I made an impact. And I, you know, I told you, you know, how how much it impacted me to get into school and that it wasn't just, you know, like, um, you know, everybody is going to get in here, you know, you have to be selected. And, and that was a a really proud moment for myself and I want to make the most out of it. And even when it came to work, I, I view work as a blessing. Um, so when I go into work, I, there's, there's the, the energy there to, to perform and, Um, I'm not very good at any sports. I think I've talked about this on the podcast already. But when it comes to, you know, working and working in the restaurant industry and working with others, I just found a niche. And I found something that really um, gave me that intrinsic reward that you talked about Um, for me, helping others and working with others and watching others grow and watching the business grow you know, I take great pride in, and this is something that I'm so, so excited about is that like, you know, the companies that I've worked with, every single one, you know, we grew the business, we grew the business, and we we ran the busiest one in the entire company, whether you're talking about in and out Burger and going in there, and now running the busiest restaurant, running the busiest area, if you're talking about Raising Cane's in 26 years and never had a restaurant do the type of volume that we did when we opened up that restaurant. And then when we had, you know, eight, 10 restaurants, you know, what we were doing on a weekly basis in sales was higher than anybody else. As I went over to open up, you know, Dave's Hot Chicken and guess what happened? Sales just increased. There's, There's a beautiful line that John Maxwell talks about in his books. I don't know what book, so I apologize about that. But he talks about give a big business to a small-minded person. in no time, that business will be small. Give a small business a, give a small business to a, a person with a big-minded focus. Watch that small business grow into a big business. right? And I never forgot about that. I didn't quote the book exactly just right, or, but I, 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 I think about that all the time. And going in there, and how can you impact the business? How can you impact others? It's through people. The people are going to give you – are going to help you get those beautiful results. And for myself, I, you know, I felt it young in my career, you know, working at In-N-Out. You would go in there. Every single day, they have a goal for the shift. And it was – a uh, 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 an environment of fun competition that you are trying to beat this goal every single shift so you're coming in and you're a part-timer you're a high school student and you know that like, hey, today we have to sell x amount of burgers because last year we sold this many let's crush it and it, it was it was we're working and we're working through a rush and we're like yes yes we're gonna get it we're gonna get it right and as the day is going on it's not like Oh, we have one more hour to shift. We have one more hour to succeed, right so again we we talked about this like the core values at home were to succeed in life uh there was we came here to succeed. We didn't come here to to get assistance from the government or and I'm not trying to bash that, but we didn't come here for other people to help us uh you know in financial ways, we're going to get in here and we're going to figure this out and we're going to sacrifice. And there's going to be those Christmas, like right now we're in Christmas time, right? And we're going to have these different times in our lives where maybe there's not going to be too much underneath the Christmas tree, but let's keep working hard and and hard work and love and, and work ethic, all those things are going to help. So if you ask me, have I always been wired this way? I have. I have been wired this way because my parents are this way my my, my family uh, our dna is of hard work and love and appreciation appreciation for others and everybody's important and we um so that's my dna so yes i i was wired to be who i am uh it's in my dna leadership is in my dna my grandma was an amazing amazing leader Um, that's why I look up so much at, uh, female leaders because my mom is a great leader. My, uh, in our family as the matriarch of our family, and my grandmother is an absolutely was, was, and still is because, uh, she lives through me every single day. She is a great leader. Right. And so, yes, I was wired to be this way. I was wired to be hunger for success and to take every lesson in life. I'll share with you, you know, and what I talked about uh, at, at all these different concepts that I've worked at and why did those restaurants become number one selling restaurants in the entire company or, or why did we leave, you know, why do we leave divisions that were number one in the company because there was a focus now and you had a focus leader that expected more from others and they should also expect that much for me i i should be available for for the team i should set the tone it, it is my responsibility my duty and my obligation to make sure i set the tone for my team and um, i don't take that lightly i i definitely feel it's a great and humbling honor to lead others and um so that's that's i hope i answer that question but i also want to talk about you know there's there's things that happen to your day to your life on a daily basis and it's up to you to figure out what the lesson behind it is it, it's up to you but there's lessons going on every single day in your life and and what you do with these lessons is up to you i'll share one with you it's kind of embarrassing kind of my thing whatever right i work on my feet right so i am out in the restaurants, uh, I spend X amount of time in the office as, as, least of, as least amount of time that I can in the office because I just want to get my stuff done. I want to get my emails. My emails are my the thing that I have to knock out. It, I get that stuff done, and then I go out to the field, right? I love, love being out in the field, connecting with our customers, connecting with our people, I'm on my feet all the time, right? So we're in the restaurant industry. This is – you're not sitting down. You're not in an office, right? So, man, every so often I love to get a pedicure. I just love to sit down and just disconnect, take off my Apple Watch, just disconnect and just sit down there and and take care of the feet that take care of me, right? So I go into this one place. I have about an hour or so, and I'm like, you know what sounds good to me is just going in here and just – taking off all the electronics and just sitting down, just getting a pedicure, right? So I walk into this place and and the lady goes, hi, hey, uh, do you have an appointment? I said, no, I don't. I don't have an appointment. And she goes, oh, we're pretty busy. It's probably going to be about 30 minutes. And I said, ooh. So that she could see me thinking. I thought, I, thought, you know, I have to go get lunch, I have to go do this, I have to do that, do I have enough time to get this? And she saw me thinking. But as a business owner, she saw me leaving money behind and and taking the money with me and not giving her business. So she goes, hey, 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 hold on just a second. Come on in here. And I walk over to the chair. She turns on the warm water. She goes, take off your shoes. Take your socks off. Put your feet in here. And I did that, right? So I roll up my pants and I take off my shoes, take off my socks, put my feet in the water. And I thought, that was amazing. What a, what a great sales builder, right? What a great sales builder. She saw me thinking and saw money leaving her nail salon. She's like, no way in hell is this money walking out my business, right? And then I started thinking to myself, at the time I was with in n and we had a huge drive through lane. And we're right by LAX. It's a beautiful building. <laughs> My favorite In-N-Out burger of all time. It's right by LAX. As you're line, as air, airplanes are landing, you see it. It's beautiful, right? But it's a huge line in the drive-through. And from time to time, I would see cars pull out because the, the wait was a little too long for them. And I thought, how do I get their feet in the water? What am I doing that? I could do better in my business. And I started thinking to myself, and I said, you know, I have – and this is going back 2003, okay? And I have three order takers inside in the kitchen for a line of maybe 10 people. But for a line of maybe 25 cars, I only have one handheld order taker out there. What am I thinking? And so I started putting more folks out there to take their order. and then Then I started running – more people outside of the four walls than what we actually had inside the walls. And guess what happened? Business grew. And all I did was take that one teaching from that lady. She taught me don't let business leave you. And that's what I applied at In-N-Out. I started putting more handheld order takers outside. And we started really focusing on both folks that were inside our four walls and folks that were outside of our walls. And that was my takeaway. But these type of learnings, you have them throughout life. But it's up to you to go, what did I just learn today? What did this individual just teach me? I don't think I've ever gone back to say thank you to that lady that has actually helped me out ultimately in my career in looking at different ways to go, how do we make sure... Nobody leaves the nail salon. How do we make sure that their feet are in the water, and we just took that decision away from them? Because now we have their order. Now they're in that line. Now we have to execute. You know. So those are the things that I, I you know, that I really. When when you ask like, hey, are you driven for success? Absolutely. Do you want more out of life? Absolutely. Um, but I also think that I look at life and look at all the things that happen at life and go how can I take this as a learning moment to apply it to hopefully help others and help, uh, my family and and
0: myself as well. Yeah. And I want to really talk about this, uh, just particularly right now because it's also where I am in life and, and transition and having the courage and the boldness and the bravery to walk through a door that's open for me, um, in a different state, in a different city, in a different life, um, With whatever, but like, I don't know how to explain it, but God puts you in a situation always that you can make the most impact and influence and align your will with his will and, 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 or his plan with your plan in the right way. And I don't know how to explain it to everyone, but that's the doors that open. And it's not necessarily the, the trophies, is the money and the wealth and the happiness and the joy of growing as a human and then being able to apply those skills to your life or or attributes or qualities or whatever the heck you want to call them. Like my core values and how strong I am of a human and a man is because of that. Do I have a lot of work to do? Of course it's gonna be forever. I'm like gonna be constantly working and as times change, I've got to change too. So it's never going to be something where I'm gonna be able to be settled or stable or Foundational. Can you build a family over this philosophy? Of course, because I'm comfortable in the uncomfortable. And this is what Sam's talking about. If It's it's about the opportunities and opportunities come with growth and, and helping people and God giving you where you're supposed to be, where you can make, make the most impact and influence right now. It's not always in the long run, but it is right now. And so there is where everything lies. Therein lies why I'm doing what I'm doing. Therein lies why a random person who would have never, ever, ever been in my life before, to your point, and they are in my life now and a friend, but randomly meeting someone and having them ask, like I ask questions to everyone because like core values and understanding how humans work, like it's very much how I, I feel energy, and then I'm like, is it true, and what is it, and do their core values and who they are back it up, because I'm like, I have this layering thing that goes on, and to the hunting point, I circle, like I circle my friendship, I circle my business partners, potentially I circle people on this podcast, like that's what also makes me a lion. I don't just attack I will attack, I'm brave enough and courageous enough to jump at any opportunity, but I also circle, and that's where the U-turn comes in, because sometimes I'll circle two or three times before I'm like, okay, something's really going on there, and I do stop, okay, and I do that in my relationships, and I do that in the businesses I'm interested in, or the people I'm interested in this podcast, there's a circling that goes on, that's because I want to, there's a trust, and there's a thing that goes on, and it's very important that we understand this, because we can actually purposely, with intent, go into our lives and determine what our future and our dreams look like. I just posted about it today. Um, You guys, it'll be a couple days ago on my Instagram, but it's talking about intentionally choosing our relationships and our friends, okay? And I see it around me all the time. People are like, oh, I dream about this, and I'm mentoring, I'm coaching them, or I'm just friends with them. Really, really, well, why are you friends with that person? Why are you entangled in that relationship? Why are you doing this? Why are you losing momentum every night? You know, why are you letting boys or girls be a distraction? Because if they're a a woman or a man or they're a lion or a cougar or a jaguar and they're a big cat and not a little house cat, it means they understand that life is about not disrupting or disrespecting your schedule and it's about communication, And so these are the type of things, and this is why I circle. Because when I haven't kept these things in check, they cost me big time. And whenever someone's giving me something for free, by the way, like a meal, it always costs me way more than that free meal and monetary money somehow. I don't know why, but when I take or I let people take and they want something from me in return, it's never equal what I got in the first place. I'm just saying, guys. So part of circling is is what type of humans are they? Are they serving and a servant leader just like you are or I am? And those are the questions we need to ask. Life is about constantly asking questions. And people I mentor, I constantly ask them questions. Why? Because eventually I want them to ask the same questions to themselves. Because that's what I've been doing from the day I was born. I really didn't believe people. My problem is I didn't trust people. And there's reasons for that. I don't need to get into them. And I was suspect of everyone. And I realized that what people said and did were two different things. Their actions often didn't align their words and it was often higher ideals for others. And so, or do as I say, not as I do. And so, I did not want to be that person ever in my life. I did not want that to be my character. I did not want that to be who I was. And I've surrounded myself here and there with people by accident that have lived in that space and thus taken down my character and reputation because of association, because I let myself fall victim to trusting them and thus putting my name on the line and then I don't hit deadlines and stuff. I do, I've do. i done it in businesses with business partners. Don't promise if you're not going to do it. If you're not going to do it, don't set an expectation. Just don't say anything. And I've done this myself and people have pointed it out to me and it is 100% true. Never oversell and never over deliver. OK, I mean, never under deliver, always over deliver and undersell. And I know that's weird, but I don't even sell like everyone talks about that where there's no selling. I'm building relationships. I'm building something that is worthwhile, that is mutual, that has mutual growth for the long run for both parties. That's why I also do the podcast, guys. It allows me to interact with these entrepreneurs on a high level and attract energy to my life as well. And I always try to do it for the big picture where there's legacy, but I can't create a legacy for generations if I don't seek growth myself selfishly, okay? So what I'm talking about is I'm not selfish and I want money and I want to take this for someone, but I'm selfish in my endeavor that I need to grow as much as possible and I need to be the best human possible. And I will choose growing someone over giving to someone without any return, or I will give to someone if I think it helps them in some way. And I won't just give it away because a lot of people ask for things or ask for money and it's really just because they're too lazy to go to do the work. Go do the work. Then we'll talk about whether or not there's money involved. Like prove to me you can do the work or the work ethic. And I cannot tell you how many entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians come to me and they're like, I just don't know what's going wrong. And I just, I can't deal with it because you can't do the work. You don't have the discipline. You want to be different than everyone else? Stop with the games. Stop playing around in the litter box with all the house cats. That's as blank as I can put it. If you want to be a cougar, a jaguar, a leopard, a tiger, you know, a lion, you've got to start hanging out with lions and tigers and cougars and panthers or whatever it is. And I'm using that analogy because it is very important. There's domestication, which is great, and there's being a fighter. And it doesn't mean I'm not domesticated like I'm some animal that I rage on people. It just means I have a fire that drives me more than anyone else. And I am strategic. And big cats, they hunt their prey. And all cats do it, but big cats do it in a different way. So it's just that type of thing that I'm talking about. And for me, the prey is the growth. The, it, how can I make an impact? How can I influence people? And how can I have relationships with people that do? You know? And I seek that in my personal relationships as well. Like, What is it that I can really connect with a person? Not just be attracted to them and, and you know, want to do what everyone does and, and want to jump into those feelings. Do they match core values? Do they align with my life? Do they have the same dreams do our dreams align for both of us to succeed and our children to succeed or our future children if we're the right people for each other like those are questions we just do not ask anymore and it's like i talk to people oh well she just walked up to me a bar so we're dating now and she was bold and i like that well what else does is she oh she's beautiful okay what happens when she's 65 do you get along with her Like, it's just so mind-boggling how we're so short-sighted as humans. So, um, Sam, I appreciate everything you said, and I really went on for a long time, so I want to give you time to sort of comment on everything I just said as well.
1: I think you nailed it with uh, the connections that you have in your life and what you bring into your life. Um, You have to be driven to find these key people, and um, they're going to come into your life because of who you are, and you're... I think with, you know, the thing that I've been talking about all all morning with you is when you help others, um, you know, the the universe kind of helps you, you know? So uh, you talk about, I love the fact that you're comfortable in being uncomfortable. And as an entrepreneur and also, you know, for myself, that is very, very true. Uh, I, I remember you know, wearing Raising Cane stuff around town and people going, what is that? What is that? Well, you know, five years later, excuse me, six years later, everybody knows about it because it, it's, you know, in every single city throughout the Southern, throughout Southern California. And I felt the same way when I was at Dave's Hot Chicken and, you know, they just recently hit their hundred restaurants. So congratulations to them. And now with Roll em Up and it's, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm, I'm very, you know, one of the things that I talk about is positively dissatisfied. I am, I, I'm in a state of positivity. I, I have, I'm so positive about what I currently have in my life, but I'm also dissatisfied. I want, I want more, you know? So I think it, to me, it makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense to the audience, to yourself, but that's what I think about a lot is I'm positively dissatisfied. I'm, I'm very, very happy with life. I think uh, what, you know, what we've been blessed with is absolutely amazing. Um, and, but I definitely think the dream always gets bigger. And and somebody talked about this, somebody shared this, uh, mindset with me is that Sam, the dream always gets bigger. And as you grow, your dream grows and, uh, your family's, uh, dream grows as well. And so, um, I definitely, uh, am very, very comfortable in being uncomfortable.
0: The thing about I, I love what you said, Sam, is um, the serving of others and giving to the universe. Like if you give, it it is reciprocal. There is a weird thing that does happen. It's not always the way we want it. Like let's just be aware of that. It's definitely the way we need it if we're open to walk through the doors like we talked about. But I agree with you. The other thing is is you talked about is the dream. And we talk a lot about this in Arite Syndicate, since I'm a member there for the last four years, is always, and, and I've always known it my whole life instinctually, but I'll put it the way we, we talk about it in Arite. For me, I had it in my head a little differently. but. The way we talk about Inerite is having a dream big enough to fit everyone else's in it around you. That means their families. That means their college tuition. That means their grandchildren. That means their legacies. Whatever it is that they want. How do you become a facilitator of that? And... Um, I see it as I was a farmer, an entrepreneur, and but I get the dream thing because it attaches to the vision and it makes a lot of sense to me. And since I've heard it that way over the last four years, it's definitely been able to exponentially grow me. So that's why I share it with everyone, is it is very, 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 very important that we understand as business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders in our companies, or just supporters of the entrepreneurs... Or members in the business that it is always about this positive discomfort, okay? Because you have to have a little bit of pain in order to have growth. There has to be a knowing of what sadness is in order to have happiness. I don't know how to tell you. Actually, it's more like sadness to have joy. That's a more accurate statement, okay? Because happiness is, you know, it's a different topic. But to be joy and feel joy and accomplishment and purpose um, in that, in in the pursuit of happiness, I agree. But joy is an excellence thing. It's it's a thing that is that I'm not seeking a feeling of a, a happiness. I'm actually almost in a state of joy because I'm discomfortable and I know that I'm growing. Okay, that's the difference there for me. That, the other thing that I love that. Sam did. And I'm going to let him go here as we're going to wrap up and let him give his closing remarks um, and pump everyone up uh, before we go and, and let him think about that, how he's going to do that as I give my remarks here. But I really want everyone to look at their life. We're coming into a new year, okay? And everyone's like, oh, new year resolutions, whatever. It's interesting to me because this year, I love the holidays, and I decorate, and I'm all into them, but this year, I haven't been able to with the way my life is and the transition we talked about, so it just, like, nope, I'm either doing, I'm going all in, or I'm not going in at all, because I don't want to feel like half-assed, okay, so I'm not going to do it, and I'm going to take that time that I would have done to that to focus on growing myself, or reading books, or whatever, or investing in friendships, and the things around me, and the relationships that matter, But one of the things that occurred to me as I did this, because I don't have the decorations out, and it is around me, so I am aware that it's Christmas, but I live a lifestyle where I'm always like it's New Year's, and I'm striving to be a better person. And I live a lifestyle that's always growing and trying to be better, and I'm never on a diet because I live a lifestyle of health. And it's who I am and who I was born to be as an athlete and a warrior and that you can, as a Christian or a believer in God, like that is essential to me, um, is that I have balance there. And it's not for everyone, I get it, but I will tell you. There is a lot of joy in this space, whether you have money or don't have money, because of where you are, your relationship with God, your relationship with the people around you, and the connection of all the purpose that I talked about. It's almost a perfect triangle. You God, you, and the people around you, you know, or as they would call it, a covenant in some ways, if it were a marriage. You know, so and it were three people. So it's like that. And in food, we have the ability to interact with people on a level that's totally out of this world musicians do it because they can drive emotion through their music and you hear it and you feel it and when you see it and you see them doing it there's an elevated thing in food we have the same thing you can if a person smelling it eating it tasting it that's the time to talk because you're delivering something a message that they'll remember because their senses are triggered their taste their smell Their feel because they're trying to feel the thing in their mouth, and that's the time to deliver something that's impactful. And I don't mean to use it in in a bad way. I mean really like, hey man, like, like, isn't that really good? And you like it? And they could be like yes or no or shake their head or whatever. And like, hey man, what's your name? And uh, you know, and you don't want to ask that if they have their mouth full. But you can encourage them and say, God, your hair looks really good, or you have really beautiful eyes, especially do it if it's true. I'm not saying to do it if it's not true. If you really mean it and it's genuine and you are a genuine person, share that with the world around you. There's not enough of this. There's not enough. We are so self-centered about receiving that we do not give enough. And I will be totally honest with this. And There's a lot of givers and people care about me, invest in me a lot, but it's been... Interesting to see in my life over the last four years as I've transitioned into more core values and the heart of the person than the drive, not necessarily just the drive of the person. And how many people I've seen that actually are genuine with their actions in their world and, and the few and far between that do step up in their companies and lead like Um, Sam says and I feel like it's a lot always because I'm surrounded by it but when I move to a new city and I have to start all over again and I'm sort of searching my way through this I realize that we're like 1% maybe even less of the world that understands energy and, and instilling positivity and pollinating the world with positivity and all of that so um. I, uh, I, um, I, that's how I feel. I mean, I think it's like we need to understand that, that we have so much more power as humans. We have so much more influence and energy to be used in good ways. And, and often we have energy and we use it in such negative and tearing down ways that it causes massive destruction instead of being able to build something. So, Sam, I'm going to let you close everyone out, um, And then I will say goodbye, but also let everyone know where they can find you guys on social media and stuff as well, if you don't mind.
1: Of course, definitely. Thank you so much. It's uh, funny that you say that, hey, uh, make sure you uh, leave with getting us pumped up for the day. But uh, so imagine, you know, people uh, travel up to, I think it's Seattle, Pike Place. uh, And they go, they, you know, when people go travel to Seattle, they go to Seattle and they go and check out this place that sells fish, right? And, and it's, it's a world like famous now, Pike Place Fish Market. And when they travel there, I, I, I saw this, I'm a huge uh, NFL football fan. There was a football game up there. And, uh, and you know, before uh, leading up to the game, then they show, you know, the famous Pike Place Fish Market. And when people travel up there, they go see this place. And I I asked people, did you go buy that location where you're up in Seattle? I said, yeah, I did. Did you buy a, Did you buy any fish? I said no, I didn't. I just I just wanted to go see them work. And I think that is so funny because they're selling fish, but what they're doing is they're actually performing for the audience, and it's such a high energy. And you know they have written books about this place. They they show uh, videos. I, I saw my first video of of this fish place when I was working at in and out and they say it's so funny because people will get a coffee from their uh, they're taking a break from the office you'll see them in the suits they get a cup of coffee and they just watch us work and um we find that very funny like man why can't you produce this why can't you duplicate this at your place right and I remember working at in and out and you 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 touched on something right now you said hey um I know that you're gonna pump us up before you get off the phone, and it's so funny. We had something really special where, when I first started working at In and Out, and we had this group of people that just were pumped to work together, right? And we started up this little, <laughs> this little like working crew. It was called the Pumped Up Posse, and we were just so pumped. And 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 the whole pump, the whole thing about it was we all worked so hard together to take care of the customer and it was so much fun right i was 18 at the time and we had it was myself it was alonzo it was danny it was rego it was kalini and we had this this group of people right that we just had so much fun working together and ultimately the customer felt it right and i never forgot about that i never forgot about that experience and i and i truly think that you know when you work in a restaurant and, and you're helping others and you're providing a meal for them and you're, you're sharing you know, the love of the kitchen, but you're also giving them something to talk about when they go back to work or when they're with their family and they're, they're just watching you work and they see your energy. You're singing the song that's, that, that's playing in the restaurant. You know, you're know you dancing. You're, you're clapping. They just see your energy and go, that guy's pretty funny. And, and you just make their day. I think, you know, if anything, we're we're closing out the year here, and that that's one of the things that I, that I'm most grateful about, and and that I'm really really happy about is that you get to impact people's lives when they go to a restaurant. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to swing by our restaurant and and our delivery and our hope and and our our conviction is that you when you come into the restaurant, yes, we absolutely love that. We're going to make sure we take care of that hunger when you come in to roll them up taquitos, but we also want to provide you with a great place where you go. I just love coming here. I just, it feels different. There's energy. There's excitement. They have fun. You can tell they care for one another. And uh, that's really, really important to us. That's uh, that's the definitely, that the type of culture and and the vision that we have for our company is it's a, it's a a place where you can come in, have great, uh, a great meal, but also, be able to experience uh, just a fun environment where we take care of one another. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys out there. Can't wait to meet you guys out at the restaurant. And again, just as uh, Justin mentioned, you can always reach, reach us at roll up.com or you can follow us on Instagram at roll them up. And uh, that's R O L L E M U P. So really, really excited. I wish uh, everybody that's um you know, on the podcast, a great holiday and uh for you guys to have a special time with your family thank you so much justin for your time and and for having me on here and uh again just as i say this every single time when i get on here uh thank you for adding value to my life and uh giving me even more of a drive to go out there and make sure i impact people so thank you so much
0: absolutely and this is my closing thoughts guys and uh gosh that was awesome and i just want to attach on it like I've had loss in my life. I grew up on a farm and stuff like that. And one of the things that I love the pump up posse because I'm going to refer to something, but like my best friend from high school was killed in in Iraq during the war over there in 2007. And like one of my best girlfriends from undergraduate college, Stephanie, she was killed by a drunk driver right after she graduated from college like a few months after in Baltimore. And there's a huge thing there where I live my life for them. what 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 do I get to do that they don't get to do? and am I wasting my time that and, and I'm a hugely respectful to it. like if they were alive is the best use of my time getting drunk at a bar for four hours and like hitting on women? no, that's not the that's not representing them or the growth that they could be doing. that's not. Valuing the life that they could have had. Okay. So I just want everyone to hear this in particular. Like, there's a lot of people that don't get to live their life, that don't get to make impact, that don't get to be impactful or make a difference, you know, so, or didn't get the chance to live their life fully. So it's important that we do that. Um, One of the things is the reason I bring it up is because Andy, in particular, I'm going to say Andy Basevich, and so everyone knows, um, but. Is we went to the Heights School, as a Catholic school, and they instilled a lot of core values in us. And I and I did that because of playing soccer and flexible schedule. And my parents really believed in instilling core values in me. And I need to go to the right schools to do that. So that being said, we had this group we called the Three and a Half Caballeros. By the time we were seniors, there were four of us: a Dave Shushinsky, a Luke Tobin a human Bargreason and myself and so there were three and a half because human was short and so um and love you human bro i know you're going to listen to this anyway so the thing is is we would pump everyone up. And here's the thing. In my high school class, we graduated with, I think it was 29 boys, okay? The rest of the school graduated 50-plus at least in every class, which is still small, okay? Compared to the rest of the private schools around the area that were at least 120-plus kids, most of them, or the private schools that were 800 to 1,000 kids in a class that we would play in sports, we were under, under... We couldn't do it, and we didn't give away sports scholarships at our school. So everything was about heart, core values, teamwork, and coming together and pumping each other up and being braver and risking more and being a better team than everyone else. Okay, We we didn't have the best uniforms. We definitely didn't have the best skill. We definitely, most of the kids other than me, played multiple sports, whether it was soccer, basketball, and baseball because we were good at all three. Like, really good my senior year. And even with a small class, we dominated in all three sports. That was was fun to pump everyone up. But you have that type of influence. And when you turn it on, it goes with you wherever you go, it goes with me wherever I go. And the weirdest part is every time I do it, whether the people realize it or not, they grow exponentially around me. And that's not me selling cocky. That's, it doesn't make me any money, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it. Because if it did, I'd probably do it for the wrong reasons. But it's I do it now and it's rewarding because it brings me joy and there is no money. It's just everyone seems to grow around me if I surround myself with the right people because I have that energy. Because I am that human. Because I was not only born that way, but I developed those skills and then I turned up the volume. The ones that work, the ones that matter, the ones that make an impact and a difference, I've turned up the volume. I've had some bad ones that I've accidentally turned up the volume on and it's went disastrous. So that happens too. But what I am saying is people like Sam, humans like Sam, humans like a lot of the individuals that come on this podcast, if they're committing to come on here, they're already in this line of thought. And if you want... What they have or I have or whatever, a starting place is listening to the podcast, but going from there and going out in the world and taking the action, getting mentorship from people on the podcast or people like the interviewees on the podcast is essential if you want growth. These are the best, not because they have the biggest trophy right now, but because they see that the trophy is actually possibly long after they're gone and that business developing and the people that they impact. So thank you, Sam. I appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. If you want to listen to us, please find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at JustinTheFoodEntrepreneurs. We are starting to start putting content up there and loading that up since we have got a huge ton of episodes underneath us since relaunch, and we've recorded a bunch, so those will be coming out, and we're doing this really cool thing in New York City, guys, where we're recording uh, nine episodes on location if everything goes according to plan. So, never been done before by us or me uh, on this podcast. So, we're going to really try to make a good run at this and do something new and exciting with a group of young imp- entrepreneurs that are pushing me in ways in this podcast and ways in media and ways that I'm not familiar with. To, and it's growing me. So, I'm excited to be a part of it. So, thanks again, Sam and thank, thank you, you everyone thank you very much and thank you everyone for listening in please share it again and please give us good ratings come on everyone listens like you can at least give the podcast or the entrepreneur you like their episode a good rating it matters guys it matters to them and it matters to their business and it matters that their messages heard these are good messages so adios everyone and have a happy holiday and a merry christmas and a happy new year adios